Hey guys, it's Connorman, and welcome to the House Squares Ultimate Podcast. Where today we have former president, current default, and founder of the House of Stryers, Nathan Anderson. Hi everyone. Today we will be discussing HD eighteen and HD twenty. Why why those two house destroyers, you may ask? Well well, they have a they have quite a correlation actually. H HD eighteen followed HD seventeen and then and HD twenty technically followed HD nineteen, but then you got two jubilees in there, whatever. And I was telling Nathan earlier. Do you think those those house destroyers could have been better had they just been like not after like very good house destroyers? Like um okay I'll 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 start a little bit off with this. Um, can can you hear me fine? Yeah, I can hear you. Alrighty then. Um, I'll I'll go a little bit into uh that uh. Do I believe that those house destroyers are bad because there were some pretty decent house destroyers before them? Um, I don't. I say I, I disagree with that. No. Um, for house destroyer eighteen, I believe it was more of just um, maybe re- repetitivity almost, like with the fact that we went to American at just like a random time, and that a lot of people did not show up, like our usual seven people weren't there. Um, and then House Destroyer 20, in my opinion, was kind of failed because of the host's inability to make a proper plan. And that was due to incompetence of actually trying to make one because they thought that they weren't even going to be able to have it. Um, that's kind of my basic explanation of it. But, um, Connor, you, you can kind of take it away with your beliefs. Now, that, those are definitely good points. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, but... It's not just those two house destroyers that I've noticed this correlation with. Like HD two could be like the earliest example of, of just being disappointing compared to its predecessor. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely say that. I, I agree. Um, there are but, many, but sorry, uh, but even yeah, I say disappointing. I, I didn't say though uh, these house destroyers are bad by any means. So, uh, in fact, if you took away like the three best house destroyers, which uh, which by public opinion is you is HD nineteen, HD sixteen, and I want to say HD ten. Yeah. And, and uh, HD twenty and HD eighteen would probably still all stand out very much as being good house destroyers. Oh, de- definitely. I don't think I, I could really argue with that. Um, like, uh, maybe it could be just the pattern, Connor, with like, um, like House Destroyer One, the first one, and then House Destroyer Two, um, wasn't as thought out. Maybe, um, like let's look at some more notable House Destroyers. Um, the most notable, in my opinion, like if we go into order, would be like one, three, maybe even eight. Um. Well, 8, 9, Jubilee 1, and 10 were very interesting in that they all had very different hosts with um, sort of similar ideas. But um, maybe, well, this is a little unrelated, but I've, I've also noticed a correlation with um, 
earlier house destroyers, like we'll say in by my by my definition of early, I would say before eleven. Um, any house destroyers that weren't really hosted by me were kind of recognized as um not really carried by the host necessarily, and that could have contributed to lower scores. Like um, the first example that we could use is like um, well, would we want to use Carson? Um, I don't. I. That, that would be up to you because I didn't go to HD4. I don't... House of Store 4 itself was... um, It didn't fail, but it was definitely a little underwhelming. Uh, and that wasn't even because of Carson. It was because this House of Store had the least amount of default members actually show up. I remember uh, I noted this um, earlier back in... Uh, I want to say November of last year. Um, I was talking about it and how... um. Like, uh, multiple reasons were used to not go to it. Um, One of them was they had to help their family with moving equipment. Another one was work, which I believe was from yours truly, Connor. Um, yep. Someone had to put down a cat. And then someone had to serve um, community service time. And those were just some of the reasons. There were other reasons as well. And uh, that house destroyer was a little underwhelming just because of the lack of members. But we'll go back to um your your initial topic about like um like house destroyer sixteen and house destroyer seventeen. Um, like if we use the logic of um the one after the a really good one is bad. Um, it kind of um it's really dependent. Um, like if you're if we use that logic on say house destroyer sixteen, which was one of the better house destroyers that we've ever had, and um. The one after that, 17, and that was a pretty good house destroyer as well. Because what I believe happens is if we use your logic, Connor, we're pretty much setting the bar at something. Like when we have a really good house destroyer, like 19, we pretty much set the bar for our expectations. And um, what happens is just a, a natural human thing happens within our brain to like where if nothing can exceed that bar, it's automatically worse. Like that logic could be used, but... um. How do you feel about that? Yeah, the, that's that is the definite flaw of my whole that whole logic there. But the, but the, to be honest, uh, if if this is being realistic, I have the feeling just that whole the whole that whole area of thinking is more caused by coincidence than it is act than it is actual like human brain shit or whatever. Yeah, it it could be coincidence. Um, like an argument you could use for that is um, House of Stars sixteen and House of Stars seventeen because those were two really good House of Stars in a row that were good in different ways. Like uh, House of Stars sixteen was one of the first House of Stars that went really expansive with its theme. Like you've had House of Stars in the past trying to replicate themes such as um, like we could go as far back as um like. Well, it depends on how bad we go, but I'm going to go to where, like, at least the logo reflects um, that House of Stores. So House of Stores 1 through 4 won't, won't be, like, included. So like, if, if, if you're going by, like, that type, I would have to say either – I would probably have to say 6, but maybe 5 even. Um, I believe both of them kind of fall under that. Um, Like, that, those were the first attempts of having some sort of theme. But what what theme meant at the time was I would make a joke about it or someone else would make a joke or make a jab at something in life. 
and then that would be it. And then the house destroyer would just go as normally with like events such as Cards Against Humanity and just talking to each other being the normal at the time. And, and like during the earlier parts of the house destroyers, it wasn't an issue until um the second summer of the house destroyers or the summer of 2020 where it became, yeah. um, but um, I don't really believe before house destroyer 16, there was really any, um, well, uh, maybe Jubilee too, actually. Um, that was the international falls themed house destroyer. And I did actually buy really low quality foods. So that could be like the first, like, maybe notable one but then if you want to go all out then you look at house destroyer 16 that thing was um absolutely insane with its theme that i made up um do you, connor do you know what actually inspired that water theme what um it was just this one clip colton gave to me um on a on a dm i'm assuming or maybe even the house destroyer group chat like the one before the one we're in right now and he just sent in a bunch of random stuff. And one of them was the water and water and water water thing. And like shortly after House Destroyer 14, I was making preparations for 16 and also helping Carson out a little bit with 15. And eventually we stopped talking to each other and we all know what happened at 15. Um, but um, I, I remember I wasn't too solid on a theme. And I, and I remember that like this clip of water and water and water, water and how like hypnotizing it was to me. So I decided, you know what, that's the theme. And uh, I carried on with it. And um, I also introduced the the concept of making a schedule. Um, I don't think any other house destroyer really had a schedule. It's just off of um, what the host wanted to do or what everyone wanted to do in general. Um, and I believe that the way that I've set it up is, is really well. Um, don't you agree, Connor? Oh, definitely. It's much better. It's much better this way, but... At, uh... Like, take take my system at HD nineteen for example, where, where not it was structured to some to some degree, but there was still plenty of room for error or room or room for to play around with it. Yeah, your your house destroyer would be my pretty much. Uh, when when I think about now, oh, I'm receiving too many notifications. Jesus Christ, um. But, uh, yeah, from Ethan. Yep, Ethan. Yep, Ethan sent me his streaks. Cool, cool guy. Um, but uh, House Destroyer nineteen, I could say, was probably one of the more experimental House Destroyers, and um, maybe House Destroyer nineteen also set a precedent. Like, um, do you know how in our group we I made like eras and stuff? Correct. Yeah. Um. Well, these eras aren't really um aren't there just for like elections and stuff like they aren't set up because of the elections they're set up in the way that the house destroyers are enjoyed and how they're like not made but how they're experienced um like one through three was before the government and it was the beginning of the idea and we pretty much did the same thing over and over again then you have the changing era through like four through seven so four decent house destroyers at the time and then you had eight through, um, I like to say Jubilee two. And those house destroyers were the beginning of making decent themes, or at least doing outlandish things and kind of uh, diverse things. If you think about it, um, this was the first um, house destroyers where um, I didn't host, um, like um, 
Like, I didn't have, a, I don't know how I'd say it, like, uh, I didn't host after another person hosted. Like, um, I think it went, like, you, Carter, and then Ethan, and then it went to me at House of Store 10. Um, so, like, it was just really diverse with the atmospheres, and that's why I made it that era. Um, the Decay era is more of a lack of change and more of a being constantly the same or maybe even an annoyance. Of my annoyance. Well, did, I, have, I have a question for you. Just um, summarize it kind of briefly, if you can possibly, please. Um, when did you start noticing the decline of the group? Or when did you start not enjoying these parties as much? Like, during the Decay era? Or even slightly before that? Probably, like, during HD14 is whenever I started noticing it. Because HD14 was whenever I started actually coming to house destroyers consistently yeah it, and it and even me who before that i think only attended mostly four or five house destroyers before hd14 yeah um well let's let's see you got one three eight and jubilee two so four four house destroyers yeah, isn't isn't that very insane to think about and how like you but uh, and that and that raises another question. Why did that change? I don't I don't know. I just kinda uh I'd just been working for so long and it's like, you know what? I decided I hate my job. I kinda wanna take days off off now. <laughs> and that just kinda changed everything for you and now you're almost attending them consistently. Like I believe the only exception you've had so far is um 18 18 and then even slightly 20 but like you were counted as president and even my sister who attended the least out of anyone who attended was marked as president um did ethan update that or did you uh i honestly don't know because i think carson was doing was doing it and then he's like you know what that, that in the executive group chat he's like that responsibility falls on connor or because i can't edit well, whenever I go in there, it's already filled out. Like HD twenties is stuff. I don't know if Ethan did it or if Car if Carson just doesn't understand technology or something. Oh well, um, you may. I since I am the owner of all those documents, I can recheck them to see if Carson is just listed as a viewer, because I um gave certain people certain powers within editing or viewing because um. I did it based off of the hierarchy of the executive. So the president will obviously have um, complete authority for pretty much every document besides like a couple that are within my position that don't have importance to the government. And then the vice president has most of the exceptions. Um, I believe all of you have access to the, you, you all have access to edit the constitution. And I believe you all have access to, to the handbook, I believe, and um, all contracts. Besides that, I don't know the specifics of everything else, but I know all of you guys have them at least as viewing. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what Carson would have been saying by that, but who knows? But uh, don't, I don't know. I just, I just kind of noticed what House of Stars is like low attendance. They're really polarized. Like, low, take HD4, for example, where it's like, nah, not great by any means. 
and same thing with Jubilee three, and then you got Jubilee six, which has which had low attendance, which which was really good in my opinion. Yeah. Um. And do you mean what do you mean by polarized? Like, could you define that a little bit? Meaning it's a, meaning it's it's uh, either on one end of the spectrum or the other. There's no in the middle. Um. Now that you bring that up, uh, well. There weren't a lot of house destroyers that had less than five people at them, and our average is near five to six. Uh, but nowadays, it's actually evening out to seven, just because we've had consistently seven people go to every single one. But um, let's think here. What? Or well, okay, I'm gonna take a theoretical look at the moment for the moment. Okay, and with HD twenty at least because. Originally, with HD20, in a perfect world, that is, as Aaron would have been there. And then, in this same in this same world, so it's not completely perfect by any means, and uh, you wouldn't have been there, because you and Hannah, I should mean, and wouldn't have been there because you were spending time with your dad. And then, and Carson wouldn't have been there at all. And then, and, uh... But as a result, John might not have been there. So, uh, in this in this world, it would have been me, Colton, Ethan, Aaron, and probably Riley. Yeah. So then- I have a, honestly, because of I think Ethan had had this roster like that for the until like the last second. In which case, you you and Hannah got lucky, and then Carson also got lucky. Yeah. It, so, oh, uh, you guys ended up coming. I have a feeling he only had stuff planned for a small group because of this. Um, either that or he just didn't plan at all. Because I noticed him. Well, have did you notice during the house story he did this a little after you left? But he kept asking people for, like what to do, like when he should have. He was doing. He was doing that for a little bit before I even left. Yeah. And he kept doing that, but um, we kind of made up some things, some like the snowmobile thing. But uh, aside from that, things died down really quickly, and it kind of felt like one of the decay house destroyers at the end, which could be a reason why I gave it a lower score because I was feeling that way. But uh, I definitely believe that it had one of the most thrilling events of any house destroyer with the snowmobile. Um, maybe one day, like maybe either at the next one or at another one, like in the future, um, we can do it again and everyone can experience it, but who knows? Uh, but uh, according to the people who did that snowmobile thing, they had a lot of fun doing it. It was a little dangerous, but they had helmets and stuff. Um, and there wasn't really any photographic evidence of it besides like one or two videos that were not put on the Instagram. Uh, oh yeah. Speaking of that, do you know a, a little less than half of the videos had to be like either completely cut or almost completely cut or not even posted to the Instagram because of um the sensitive nature of some of them? Uh, Why were there were, were there slurs being thrown back and forth or something? No, it was um either the content in them was very mundane because uh I've no I noticed this that newer house destroyers whenever i record whenever i recorded someone in the past 
They would act like I didn't exist, which is exactly what I want to happen. Like, I don't want them to acknowledge that I'm recording them. But what seems to happen is nowadays when I have the camera out, they just look at the camera blankly like a deer looking into headlights. And then they just say something either really stupid or they just don't say anything at all. Wow. And that's like about half of the videos. And I believe a couple of them did get onto the Instagram. But you'll notice this going far as far back as House Destroyer 11. And uh, luckily no one's publicly protested against being recorded besides maybe former member Carter. But that's besides the point. Um, Yeah. And then you get Colton, wherever he shoots, he does commentary, which is weird. Yeah. Like, all right, guys. So we just came back from Rainier after eating some ice cream. We, uh. We went into, we did the jerk circle, jerked each other off, and that that was a lot of fun. And then we went around the bonfire and lit lit our pubic hair on fire so we could do the blood Indian tradition. And and, and he'd be like that with his thing. It it was really weird, but I'm assuming Colton just kind of uh, didn't know exactly what I meant by record everything. And he thinks that there needs to be either background information or context about it, which... If you look at the Instagram and if you look at my stuff, t- tell me one thing here, Connor. What What's the difference between me recording and Colton recording besides like the, besides him blatantly talking? Uh, your stuff versus Colton's stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not necessarily in I... quality. I see no huge blaring differences besides him giving commentary versus you and I, and we just, we just record and then just throw in the, uh, the occasional, uh, uh, answer to a question or whatever. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that I noticed. Um, Colton's videos almost seemed like they were staged in a weird way. Like, I, I don't know, like I bet they weren't staged, but like, he had a lot of attention onto um, himself recording. So a lot of people kind of stared at him while he was doing the recordings and stuff. And uh, people talked to him as they were being recorded. Well, my recordings always seemed like they were in the moment. And that's kind of what I liked about my recordings, um, that they were in the moment. And like, let's take this for an example, Connor. Um, the potato ca- cannon. What Were we all saying oh we're being recorded and stuff and oh this will make some good footage as the recording was going on and then like when someone fired the cannon they would say like oh this is for my girlfriend and then they shoot the cannon no things like that didn't happen everything happened as it would have been if we didn't record at all like maybe there would have been some slight differences like less staring at the camera but aside from that we were living in the moment and that's what i enjoyed about my recordings personally and Colton yeah. just didn't do that. Uh, I think I'm the only one who said something before they actually before they fired the cannon. Yeah, well, I remember I said, say I said a movie little friend. Yeah, from Scarface. Yeah, and then that thing just fired off into the distance. I don't even who had the who had the longest shot. I think that's it was either me or Ethan. Okay, because I remember um, it was you, Ethan, and Hannah that had pretty incredible shots. But um, 
I can say it on here. I don't think they'll know it's on here. But um, I don't remember. I think uh, didn't Colton have like one of the most pathetic shots? Didn't yeah, Hannah, Hannah and Colton had like the most pathetic shots, and then Hannah retook hers, and it just went flying. <laughs> Mine was okay, and then uh. Did anyone not fire that thing? Because I only have recordings of, of about half the group firing it. We all fired it, and I do have a video of you firing it, but but I don't know why, but my camera decided to have a stroke whenever you actually fired it, so it was all blurry. Oh. Um, so it's like, oh well that that doesn't even that doesn't even look good. Why would I put this on the internet? Um, hey, at least you're not using Cody Jansen's camera. Have you seen that thing? Oh my god. Yeah, I have seen it. Like, I'm not sure if you're thinking of the recording that I'm thinking of, but there is a very specific recording that was shared into the group one time, and it was like him, Colton, and Ethan, and like one of them just jumped straight into the snow just to just to see how deep it was, and um, it looked like a video back from like the really early 2000s. Like it was, it was terrible. It was horse crap. Have you or have you seen that one, or or is there like a certain? Yes, I have seen that one. I I know what you're talking about. And doesn't he like have like a normal phone and stuff, like one that would normally record, like maybe with your quality? Yeah, I think so. I don't really talk to Cody Jansen that much. Oh well. Because I heard that he had a, a completely normal phone that could record normally. Like, and by normally, I mean like decent quality, like maybe like your or Colton's phone. It's supposed to be like that. But rumor has it that um he throws his phone a lot for some reason. And that just happened, like to his microphone and to his camera. And that's really depressing if you want me to be honest. But um, back on to House Destroyer stuff. Uh, you want to say anything else about it or about anything? About house, house destroyer related stuff. Uh, somebody, somebody needs to take February house destroyer. All that's, that's cool. all I know, and that's and I, and every, the two people who would be a, most likely to do it. So Carson and Colton, they have yet to step up, and neither of them have given a reason why. Well, I haven't, I haven't talked to Colton at all since house destroyer twenty. Yeah, it, the the only one that might have done it, that might have talked to Colton, would be Ethan. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Another thing about um, the month of February for Carson and Colton. Um, I don't know anything about Carson with February besides maybe basketball games. But uh, Colton, on the other hand, as you might know, a specific someone like seeing him on weekdays and uh, for a week actually. And considering that it will be the week of the 14th on the 20th, there will be a decent chance that Colton will want to be with his family a third time, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I get I get you. I get you. But uh, it's going to be just about impossible for you and probably Carson to get, up, to get the, the Valentine's Day off anyway. So, Yeah, I, already actually, I actually got the schedule back, and I want you to – Oh, am I am, am I still recording? Yeah. All right. Tell tell me if I cut out. Like, start making a bunch of noise or something. Okay. Um. Can you still hear me now? Yeah. All righty then. 
All right, so I got my work schedule, and for those days, okay, I'm scheduled Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So the twelfth, the thirteenth, and the fourteenth, I will die if I go to this house to store. Um, so I work a four to ten on Friday, a twelve to eight on Saturday, and a four to ten on Sunday. So there is absolutely no possibility that I will be going to a, a Valentine's Day house to store. There will be no chance. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't think so. Um, the only way that it would work, um, I, I, they don't even like, they didn't give me the full schedule that everyone has, but they just gave me what I have. Um, I worked front counter the entire time, but maybe I did want a Valentine's day thing because I don't, I don't, I hate all those people who fantasize about Valentine's day. It's so dumb. Like you can make out and have sex with your girlfriend any day. Why do you need to do it in like the middle of February? Yeah, it makes no sense. <laughs> well, like, I, I just don't the, get it. Yeah, I was at I was at Dairy Queen a little little while ago, and mm. Carson was there. Yeah, he told me he was working front counter. Yeah, he was working front counter. I don't know if it was him that made my blizzard or somebody else, but I got a red velvet blizzard, and it had hardly any red velvet at chunks in it. Uh, yeah. Well, what size did you get? small oh uh, well that um then there's no explanation if if you get a bigger size usually you'll get less but um that makes no sense i think the person that made yours was being cheap on you or either that or may- maybe you just like extra chunky bits i don't know but uh we've had multiple people complain about um any blizzard with chunks in it like cookie dough brownie dough and other things like that and about how there's not enough in there and, like, I'm the one who makes them, and I purposefully put just a very sl- slightly more into them because people like complaining about it a lot. They're like, oh, there's barely any pieces on there. And what happens is... It might, it might have not been, like, the the amount, but it, it was just the distribution because I about? noticed, like, all of them were at the top. Yeah, that's, essentially. Always, that's always what happens. Um, that I was about to say that um, when you blend anything, just due to... I'd like to say density. For some reason, the ice cream is slightly more dense than the the pieces. So all the pieces naturally flow to the top after they're being combined, and there'll be less on the bottom. There's not really a, a convenient way to avoid that unless if you, if you put the pieces in first and then the ice cream, but then it becomes a pain in the ass, and then you'll probably break the cup while making it. So that's why it's like that, Connor. It's It's always the distribution on it. And that's why I put a little extra because then there'll be a little more on the bottom. But that that's kind of that. Um, here, I'll, I'll give you a question for House Destroyer stuff. How does that sound? All right. Okay, um, let's let's see here. Hmm. Um, do you think if Colton and Carson refuse to step up, will there be no House Destroyers until April or May? I honestly, maybe not till April or May, but probably March. I don't. I don't know. Because let, let's consider this: um, you're reserving April, meaning that you're giving yourself like the. You're basically saying I'm doing it in April, um, no earlier. That's usually what is implied by it. Like you don't mean it, but that's just kind of what it means. So yeah, you have March and February, and then. If you skip February, then 
there's a possibility that Colton would host one, but I wouldn't put high hopes on it because I remember with comments with Colton in the group chat um, last year in mid-December, like, I think I, yeah, I was still president at the time and I was trying to set up the January, February, March, April situation. And um, Colton said he's pretty much not willing to host anything for that time. And he never really specified why until like a couple of days after. And then that's when he used the homework reason. And uh, as we all know, it's homework. homework my ass. He does all high school classes other than English and English. We hardly get any homework yet. <laughs> yeah, that you guys have unless, unless, Ring, unless Ringhopper is giving out 50 a problem assignments. I don't see a what's the problem. Yeah, um, I, I highly doubt Colton's like struggling that much in any class. I, I think at the most, what he'll do is um he'll do the thing that I do, and a lot of people actually do this. They get the homework, they do pretty much every single topic besides one, and then they just get really lazy, and then they do whatever they want, and they won't do that one topic until like the very last moment or like things leading up to the last moment. Does that kind of make any sense? Yeah, like me with art class last semester. Yeah, and that's me with any mathematics class. Um, every other class, though, Nathan is good at, and I actually made the dean's list, and that's that's cool, I guess. But um, I I, I don't appreciate um Carson, Jared, and John calling me a nerd for making that list. It, that's kind of offensive, to be honest. Uh, I get it. I am a pro. There's, no, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't understand why they'd be calling you a nerd i, I think it's just jared is jared i have a feeling i know why it's simply it's simply because he does ter he does terribly in his classes anyway so that there's that and then you said you also said carson right yeah i think it, i think for carson it was just more sarcasm than anything and then for jared it was a mix of sarcasm and maybe even slight bitterness i don't know and then for John, it's just him bandwagoning off of Carson. That's what I think it is. But uh, yeah, well, John's also not the smartest, uh, not the brightest bulb by any means. Oh, oh no, no. It. I I say this a lot whenever anyone mentions like group members and like grades, but isn't it weird how we have very different groups of people like grade wise within the group? Like you have some of the well, you have. I'd like to say two special people and then you have a couple of averages and then you have like, would you classify yourself as above average? I, yeah, I'd say above average, but only slightly. Yeah. And then, and then you have like, I don't know how good Carson is. I'm assuming he's near average to above average. Um, and then you have me, I, 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 I get A's in almost every class. So um, there's that, and uh, apparently people are a little angsty about me. Um, I only realized this very um shortly. Um, I don't I don't say their name just because um I don't know if any of the people view it or not because I don't want this person to be harassed at the college, and the college will like literally tear them to shreds if they find out. But um, basically, I was told by this person. That a bunch of people are like really angered with me and how I'm like uh I I'm like 
low effort in one class and then high effort in every other class, and then I still make the dean's list. People got offended by that because as you I like to think this, Connor, that I'm a part of like this the we can call them the geniuses, okay? Does that is that okay? Um yeah, geniuses, I wanna say higher, maybe even elite. Like the the elites the elite few people in our grade that ended up going into the college. Mm-hmm. And then um me I'm kind of a, lo- a part of the lower part of that group, but I'm, it doesn't make me any less lesser than them because I'm still going to be getting the same degree as them and stuff. But um, I'm kind of the one, like, all of them dedicate so much time, and they're such innocent children. Like, I, they'd be offended by any joke I would say. And then you just have me on my own, and I'm just, like, a really laid-back person that seems really lazy, but I'm like a little more intellectual it just kind of makes me feel weird when i think about it but it's weird some yeah well they they feel that about you they'd hate me because i technically could have gone over to the college i just it was just a personal choice of mine to not go over there uh would you care to elaborate on that or no uh it I short answer is the same reason why I dropped my algebra class is uh, too much homework or too much anxiety. Mm, yeah, we, we, we get a decent amount of homework here. Um, the good thing about the college, uh, maybe you guys have this for your um, your classes, your college classes at the high school, but um, they're not restrictive at all with like grades. They don't they don't care at all. If you do your stuff, you do your stuff and you get the grade. They're not going to lecture you or anything. Unless, like, if you kick some teacher in the balls and then you run out of the room, I think that would be, like, the only thing that would um, be even remotely, like, like that. But um, besides that, it's really chilled, but there is a lot of work. Um, Did did you take a composition class, or are you currently taking one? Yes, I did. I'm currently in comp, too. I'm in comp, too, as well. Um, 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 what, What are you doing right now in that class? You know how a uh, little later in your semester, how you had to do a like PowerPoint that is essentially a personal narrative. Yes, we're doing a watered down version of that. Oh, what, what do you mean? What watered down? What well, we're essentially doing this. We're doing the same thing, but we're not. We don't have to put as much detail into it as you did. Really? Huh? Like you had to. You had to go all per, into personal details. Like, oh, I have. My mom's name's the, the my sister's name the, and then uh, their ages and whatnot. Ours is uh, what essentially what have we what are what have we put into this into the school and our community, uh, and then we had to do four slides regarding s- stuff we like to do in our free time. Speaking of wh- speaking of which, I did hang out with my friends for one of them. And instead of putting a photo, I thought it would be better encapsulated with a video. You all know what video I chose. Which video did you choose? It was the video. Well, it's a mixture of two videos. I just took, I just took two videos. I was mixed them into one. It was like, it's like a minute and a half long. It's a uh, us sledding down Rainier Hill in the tote. <laughs> and one of the other half of the video is Carson's big ass breaking that tote. <laughs> oh my god. 
I wonder how the teacher felt about that one. Oh, I'm gonna have to present it tomorrow. So. Oh God, she. Um, who do you have? As- Staples is gonna. I'm gonna have to be like, yeah, you're gonna want to mute the audio on this. There's a lot of swearing. Yeah. Well, um. Yeah, you you, you most likely want to do that. Um, whose class are you in for that? Staples. Mm, okay, and, and then this is a comp two class, right? Yeah. Huh, because I did that in comp one, and right now we're moving on to um, argumentative essays, uh, and, like, in depth. Like, I think you guys probably touched it with, like, the three concepts of pathos, ethos, and logos. And, uh... Yeah, we did We did that, and then we, re- we read this book that I found really boring, so I got a really bad... Well, not really bad, but pretty bad grade on the essay regarding it because i don't like because i don't like writing about stuff that is subjective and i don't like writing about stuff that i find boring yeah i get get that i get that but um right now this thing uh it's going to be about 10 to 11 pages long um it's gonna be a lot of fun and literally for the entire semester we're just working on one essay or no, we're working on two essays just for this one semester, and that's it. And that's gonna tell you how big it is. Um, it is massive, and not not cool. Very small PP. And um, oh yeah, Connor. Um, do you know the the first chapter of precalculus? Um, is about two thousand questions in total. Jesus Christ! And I have to answer every single one of them. It's it's fun. I'm on like one thousand five hundred something, and uh, like I only have three assignments left, and they're the three biggies, and that's going to be fun to tackle. And uh, yeah, that's just just so much fun. But uh, here, um, would you like to give me a question? Give you a question? Uh. I don't have. I don't really have one at the moment, but I do have something um, to say. Because I was at. You know how I had to leave HD twenty to go to dinner yeah. for a little bit. Well, my my aunt, who it was her birthday, and my grandparents were there, and, and then and my grandma's like, "So I heard you dropped your math class." I'm like, "Yeah, I did." And she's like, and "She's like, oh, couldn't dish it." I'm like, "Yeah, that's exactly why." And uh, how come? Well, one, I don't like one. I don't like all the homework. I don't want to spend every waking moment of my life doing math homework. And two, and two, the teacher's kind of an asshole. No kidding, man. No. And my aunt, my aunt, who graduated from RRCC, and I want to say either 2017 or 2018. Yeah. And she's like, "Whose class do you have?" I'm like, "Ringhoffer's." She's like, "Oh, you wouldn't have survived if you had Jeff. Uh, he doesn't slow down and." Oh, and if you get the question wrong, he won't explain it for you. I'm like, Ringhopper doesn't do that either. No, Je- I'm assuming she's talking about Jeff Wickstrom, which is my teacher. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and I. Because my, my aunt had the other guy who's like, who works for the county now. Yeah, but um, my dog is going absolutely insane, if you can hear that. um. Yeah, I do. But um, besides that, uh. He actually explains things really, really well. And um, people who are really slow-paced fail that class really easily. So maybe your aunt, um, I'm sorry to say, was maybe a slower learner. 
I, I don't know, but yeah, that, I don't. Yeah, prob- probably. I mean, she didn't graduate like top of her class, apparently. So. Oh yeah. Well, I'm not. T- I'm not graduating top of my class. I don't want to do that. Um, imagine if I was the valedictorian of of like the class of 2022. There, I'd be like, no. If I became valedictorian due to circumstance, because, um, technically, if you do extra credit, it will be seen as like a sign of weakness. So if I got completely perfect grades and sit, let's say Gavia got perfect grades and then extra credit, technically I would outweigh her. And say if everyone gets tries to do the extra credit and then I'm just really good, I could technically get valedictorian. And what I would do is like, I don't deserve this. This is, no, get, get, give it to the person who has had the best grade point average for their entire life. They've never failed a single class and they, and they got whipped that one time when they got a B plus. So um that that those those rumors aren't true I believe um I don't believe she got whipped um hopefully but we we, we can only imagine um oh oh god my throat uh, but um back to Jeff uh, he's a pretty nice guy um he does answer your questions if you do talk to him but the thing is you can't do it during his lectures you have to do it during his off time and he has a lot of that so that's kind of Jeff. Oh, yeah, and he also hates electronics. He absolutely hates them. And um, one more thing about you and, like, college. Um, You would not like the college just because of this one reason, and it's the one reason why people like you specifically, Connor, would not like it. Can you guess why you wouldn't like college? Uh, liberal? Yes. It is incredibly liberal. There, I'm, I have not seen so much liberalism in – there's a decent amount of like socialistic values at the college. Like I'm not being like, Oh, he's a commie and things like that. I'm, no, I'm not like that. There's actual socialistic values at that college. Um, I can't really list them all right now. He's at 46 minutes and Oh yeah. Here's the thing. If you exceed more than 46 minutes on one of these things, I looked it up. It actually just completely deletes it. So like, you don't even want to pause it exactly at 60 minutes. You probably want to pause it near like the 59 minute mark. And then just keep your do not switch to any app. Wait for it to completely process. But um, it is incredibly liberal here. Um, I don't really have an issue with it, but it is just so immense. Like, I'm pretty. Sh- if you write about a conservative topic, they won't attack you at all because they know nothing about conservatism besides oh, it's the evil of all things. But if you do like a liberal topic, you have to make sure it's really good. That, that's kind of the gist of that. There's a couple of any, any history teacher at the college is fine. But then, like, I think the worst offenders in general, Connor, with just extremely sensitive teachers are always the English class ones. Do you notice that? Yes, it, it is always the English class. One. Why? Why is it always English class? And why do they why do they try to find significance in every single story they come across? Like, yeah, that. That's my big – That's that is the one reason I can get behind math. It is objective. There, uh, You do the work, you find the answer. It's not like English where there's like a zillion different readings by, uh, meanings behind the word the or something like that. Oh, I tried to find the significance of me taking a crap behind the Arby's parking lot. There. Like, it, it's so dumb and it gets really specific. Luckily, though, in composition, there's not a lot of topic, like, 
where you have, well, at least in my situation with the argument of essays, it is subjective, but the thing is, um, technically the teachers cannot put their own personal bias into the grade, but they can critique you with their bias. Um, I um, ran into this a lot when I wrote about more conservative um, topics. I, I've written on both sides pretty evenly, but one about gun rights. Um, she did not like it at all. She um, said that she was not convinced and that I needed to back more evidence with it. And then when I restated my purpose for why I even wrote the essay, she was like, uh, it's not good enough. But then when I write about how um, climate change is negatively affecting the planet and I only use two sources, it's fine. So um, there's that bias, but the, you don't be graded differently. Like if they don't agree with you and they make it known, they can literally just say, I hate your opinion so much. I'm surprised I'm not letting you fail. They'll still give you the grade that you deserve. But um, that, that's good. Yeah. Good that they do this that now because same on. Uh, she, she also did RRCC to get her what is it? What what degree are you getting, Nathan? Associates. Yeah, her associates degree during high school during in like the mid two thousands. Well, uh, uh, during that time, the English teacher at the at the college at the time was like pregnant or something, and they couldn't find a replacement, so they found an eighth grade aid. They found an eighth grade teacher. They must have been real loose with the rules, or that or this eighth grade teacher also had a college teaching degree or some junk. Uh, he was also a pastor, apparently. Well, oh. one of one of the subjects is you ha- uh, was you had to write about a controversial subject. Oh. Uh, my aunt chose abortion. Well, she went real in depth with it. Like she still has that report to this day, and and I brought and I read it, and she goes real in depth with it. Uh, well, th- this eighth grade teacher, who is a pastor, get, uh, failed her because of that. Dude, dude, are you fucking kidding me? And my aunt like freaked out on him. It's like you are an eighth grade English teacher, or you told me to write about a controversial subject. I did. I used ten sources, and something like that. Something like that. Tore this guy a new asshole. <laughs> God, that is um. Luckily, I'm here. If there is a bias, it will be addressed to the higher ups at the college, and there will be a, a very um, stern talking with that instructor. But um, I've worked with a person named Brooke and Rachel. Um, Rachel being more of a uh, a speaking teacher, like for speeches and other stuff, like for communication, and then um, the other one, Brooke, being um, with spe- spe- specifically composition and any other creative writing stuff and both of them don't grade differently but they will have their own opinions but it, it it's either that they're smart enough to know that they want to get away with it or they, they just straight up know that it's it's stupid but um i'm gonna have you make a decision for me connor um right now i'm currently the owner of 13 g fuels um Wait, well, actually, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, okay, 14, okay? Um, and I'm going to list you some of the flavors, and I'm going to want you to make me a, a combination of flavors within this water, okay? So I have coffee, pink starburst, um, green apple, um, 
white cherry. Do you know what white cherry um Powerade tastes like? We'll just no. assume that you do. But um strawberry shortcake, um lemonade, spicy mango, pineapple, peach rings, peach cobbler, um pina colada, lingo berry, sour grape, and gummy fish. Um give me two of those flavors to combine that you think would be absolutely atrocious. Well, I know strawberry shortcake is god awful. It's fine if it's in milk. Oh, how how about this? How about this? You are prohibited from combining coffee and strawberry shortcake. That's the only one I will not do. That that one would literally I, I'd be in the hospital. What was the potion one from the one the one podcast? I'm not too caught up with the with the G fuel related oh, ones. Oh, that's sour grape. Yeah, the sour grape and the strawberry shortcake. Okay, okay. Time to meet my banker. I'm currently in my closet right now making it. Um, God, okay. And it's too dark. I can't believe we've gone from House Destroyer related stuff to this, so. I don't even think you can call us House Destroyers. Just call us my discussion with Nathan. I think that'd be more appropriate. Yeah. Okay, that's about half. All right. I've never actually combined flavors like this. This is this is gonna be a hellish nightmare, Connor. Uh, uh, okay. Stop farting in the background with like your arm or some shit. Like I can't handle that. Yes, there was arm farting. I've I've not lost my sense of knowing what an arm fart sounds like. Uh, and I don't plan to in the near future. Oh, God. What color are you going to turn into? I have the powders in there, but I don't have them combined. Um, here, I'm going to restack them. God, I need to take a piss so bad. Good thing that there's only so much time on here. Um, all right. I'm combining them. Okay, it's much more or less... Um, Still purple, like the sour grape, but um, it uh, looks a little bit lighter. Um, okay, it's completely combined. It's slightly lighter. Yeah. What does it smell like? Um, ugh, that that is just sugar. Um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna bottoms up, Connor. What the hell, Connor? What? This isn't actually half bad. Oh, my God. Well, this is getting recommended to the board. Um, Strawberry and sour grape. This, um... To me, it kind of tastes like... I don't even know what it is. I pretty much taste absolutely no sour flavor anymore, which is pretty shocking, but what the hell did you Hey Nathan yeah. Did you listen to my podcast that I made earlier today? Crap, no I didn't. I completely forgot because um 
my sister was telling me to go to her game and I had to say no because of homework. And then out of nowhere, the, the Jeff is like, eh, no, we're actually going to be taking it on Monday instead of tomorrow. So I should have went to the game, but I didn't. So I was distracted by personal stuff and I'll have to view that um, right after this. Must have been Carson that listened to it because it said it had one play so far. Yeah, it was probably um probably Carson. But um God damn it. Um What the hell did you make me make, Connor? I can't even put my put my head around this one. <laughs> wow. I'm like, my brain is so confused right now because it's no longer grape. It's no longer strawberry. It. Okay. I think I know what this tastes like. Um... It tastes like the grape. Um... I think they're called dim dums. If you know what those are. I do not. Or. Or maybe they're not called those, but um, it's those it's those very tiny suckers. Do you know like the mystery flavor thing? Oh, oh, the dumb yeah. dum dums. It's like a great dum dum flavor. That's literally what it tastes like. It's lost all of its sourness. Like the the strawberry completely neutralized all the sourness from the sour grape, and it gave it like this very sweet artificial grape flavor. Not saying that most grape flavorings are not artificial, but it tastes exactly like I took off the wrapper and it's just liquid came out. That's pretty much what we just made. Um, maybe if people like suckers, which I highly doubt, um, but if they do, then they can have this. Thank you, Connor, for making me so confused. I, I think I'm going to cry in my basement now while watching anime. All right. <laughs> Jim. Should probably be wrapping this up because it is about the sixty-minute mark. Yep. All right. You can you can do your spiel and then I'll say goodbye. All right. Good night, America. I love you.